Episode 85 of the cast of the Pushing Rubber podcast. Yeah, how about that? 85 episodes, that's pretty all right. That's up there, it's more than 84. It's two more than 83. I could go on. <laughs> Adam Piggott, your host with the most. Uh, here again on a Tuesday afternoon, but I'll be uh, putting this up on Wednesday morning. Um, thanks for tuning in. More people are tuning in. Is word getting around? Are you spreading the word? Some of you out there, I don't know. Word's getting around. Listen to this. This guy's funny. This guy talks shit. It's worth listening to. Apparently. <laughs> I like it. I like doing this. I like doing it because it's Tuesday evening and I'm sitting here with a nice glass of scotch. I've got this new scotch. Hang on a sec. This whiskey. Hang on. I have to go. Right. Gotta get the bottle. Can't remember what it's called off by heart. Um, just stay there, cat. That's annoying. All right, let's have a look. Um, Scarpa. Some Scarpa flow. A lot of history in that place. British Naval Base. Uh, it's called the Orcadian Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Um, single malt scotch whiskey. It's very mild. It's very smooth. Um, doesn't say how long. SKO2 batch, 100% first fill. 40, 40% by volume, which is nice. It means I don't have to put any water in it. Once it gets around 43, 44, you have to... Put a little bit of decent water in it, but this is nice. Hmm. And I'm able to drink this because I'm doing the cast. Doing the cast. Doing the podcast. Getting things out. Getting things done. Um, we, should, we should talk about Trump and whoa, fat. Whoa, fat. Fat, fat. Spelled P-H-A-T. Whoa, fat. That's Kim. Little Kim. Um, uh, getting together in Singapore, good city to do it. Um, it's obvious little Kim Wo Fat wants his place to be like Singapore, uh, which means you should probably shut the concentration camps, Sonny. Uh, and that's what uh, good old Donald has told him. And huge, huge win. Nineteen fifty, nineteen fifty-two. The Korean War ended. Well, it didn't officially end. It was a ceasefire. It's never ended. Uh, that would have been a big thing to take out of this. I mean, it was already big, but if, if Trump could have got them to formally ratify a, a, a peace agreement, end of the war with South Korea, that would have been really good. This is such a feather in his cap. Um, and, yeah, we just keep on winning. Yes, yes, I know he hasn't built the wall yet. Yes, yes, I know he hasn't deported all the aliens, illegal aliens yet. It's coming. It's coming. It's definitely coming. All hell Trump. All hell Trump. Can you imagine if that fucking freak of nature, Hillary Clinton, was in power right now? We'd probably have nuclear war at this point. Nuclear war. Oh, I had a trainee my course today. Dutch guy. Nice guy, ex-Dutch Navy, and we're walking along, 
And I had an English guy as well who's ex... Uh, I think it was ex-Special Forces and ex-MI5. Uh, I get some interesting people on my courses. I have some interesting time. Um, and I walk along the Dutch guy and suddenly he starts talking about chemtrails and how we know that the, the trails from the jets... And I'm, I'm seriously paraphrasing here, man, because... We're walking to lunch, lunch, and me and the English guy are kind of looking at each other at the corner of our eyes going... And you know when you're like, the guy's talking and he's fully convinced of what he's saying, and you just don't want to... You just don't... I've still I got him on the course again tomorrow. I didn't want to say he's a lunatic. But apparently they've got these other tra- trails that they... Chemtrails, and they, they put all of this... He named all of this stuff, chemicals that they spill out, and it's designed to give us all cancer because... You could see by the sunset that the the light of the trail was actually this special stuff, and they've been doing this for a while. And this is now why one in three people get cancer, and and all you can do is smile and nod. All you can do is smile and nod. You know, this is why the whole red pill, <laughs> the whole red pill thing is just sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's uh. It's all a bit much. Um, because, 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 because you've really got to keep a handle on it uh, and, uh, and try and work out, try and work out um, where you are, I suppose. Um, anyway. Did that make any sense? No. Do chemtrails make any sense? They're designed to give us all cancer? No. Does Scotch whiskey from Scarpa Flow make sense? Yes. That's all you need to know. 95% of the human race dead by 2030. Hey? Hey? I don't know. Stranger things have happened in the world. What did the Black Death knock off? 40, 45% of Europe's population in a couple of years? Fuck, that's insane. If you were a labourer, you'd be like, hell yeah, (laughs) wages are going up. (laughs) Just to look at it in a dark way. Uh, Why do they call it the Black Death? Isn't that racist? Surely that's racist. Jeez, people back in the 14th century. Wow. Epic racism. Epic racism. I wrote a post this week on uh, Judean, uh, Judeo-Christian values, which don't exist because it's, it's the whole Judeo-Christian uh, thing is a uh, is a complete fabrication. I just said it's it's, it's stop stop saying stuff that's uh, that's not true, you know. And you, yeah, look, the only way the re- I didn't say my post, but the reason you know it's not true is because no rabbi ever walked around talking about uh, Christian Judeo values. <laughs> It doesn't doesn't go both ways, you know. Um, there was a comment. There was a bunch of comments. Some in support. Some uh, some peddling lies. Standard. Uh, I had a good one from obvious troll is obvious. That was a very first comment. Uh, someone called Adam Theodore, and then I got another one called Adam T. So I'm Adam, and then I got Adam Theodore, and someone. Oh no, it's the same one. Or maybe it's someone different. Oh, I could check the IPs. I just can't be fucked. 
Uh, here's what he said. All I see is someone crying victim. He's talking about me. You're not un unlike the blacks. You lambast for bemoaning white oppression, stop whining, or have the courage of convictions and call for the final solution. Obvious troll is obvious. Not getting involved in that one. Um, but the comment that I found the most intriguing was someone from called Adam T., uh, Juda Judaism is the foundation of Christianity as Christ is the fulfillment of the teachings of the Jewish religion even, even though the, the Jews consider Jesus Christ to not just be a false prophet but a vile piece pig uh, the Jews are God's chosen people best not to hate them if you don't want to go against God it's interesting isn't it I never said I hated the Jews I just said this Judean Christian whole thing is is false propaganda it's just propaganda i can't say false propaganda because propaganda is intrinsically false that's a tautology this is propaganda but apparently that's hating the jews to point out prop sticking jews in ovens is hating the jews fair enough uh criticizing jews is hating the jews saying you disagree with israel's policies hating the jews and now calling out propaganda uh disseminated um, by Jews is hating the Jews. <laughs> you better, if you don't buy into our lies, you are obviously a Jew hater. Mm -mm -mm. The whole, the whole Jew hater anti-Semite thing is rapidly losing the goodwill that they got from World War Two. Rapidly being lost. They are rapidly extinguishing it. History repeats itself. History repeats itself over and over again. Interesting. And then I did a little post today, just a little article. Quickie, a quickie before I went off to work. The rising Saxon rage in one photo uh, based on the protesters for free Tommy Robinson who clashed with police over the weekend in Whitehall in uh, London. Um, according to an email I got, uh, from uh, David um, uh, at XYZ, he's the editor of XYZ magazine, the crowd was chanting at the police, you're not English, um, which if you look at the photo, is very obvious. Um, that, was, that was the post on um, this morning, Tuesday morning, uh, 12th of June. You might want to check it out. You might want to check it out. Uh, and basically... Um, I on the hot. I, I spoke the other week on last week's podcast. I spoke about the woman on the train, who the two white guys didn't go to her aid when she was attacked by what was probably a Paki or an Indian, but probably a Paki, knowing them, because uh, it was described as Asian. Um, and she forgave her attacker because he was obviously not of his own mind. It wasn't his fault. But the two. Middle class white men, that's what she called them. Middle class white men. Middle class. Is that what she called them? I'm pretty sure she called them middle class. I'm going from memory here. Uh, I'm pretty sure she did. Middle class white men. And that got me thinking over the weekend. I let things, things stew in the back of my mind. I'm having a shower and a thought will pop up. Oh, I'd like to have a... Thing where I could write in the shower on the wall there. Oh, here's a thing. Here's an idea. Anyway, class war 
uh, in Western society, in places like England, has been going on uh, ever since Marx reared his ugly, horrible head in the 1850s. So getting on 200 years. And communism in Russia was simply a, uh, a all-in, no-holds-barred version of the class war uh, and was a serious attempt to eliminate the middle class. That's what the Russian Revolution was. We'll turn everyone the same. That means you're all peasants and a few of us will be the top dogs and look after things for you, you know. Uh, feudalism taken to a, an epic scale and not not based on family ties and shared and diffused power, but simple cronyism and murder. This class war has been bubbling away in English society and by default Anglo society disseminated around the globe in the Commonwealth for the better part of 50 years. Uh, through the form of postmodernism, cultural Marxism, uh, and a whole bunch of other things, but also through mass immigration, because what the elites worked out was we've got this horrible population that won't get with the program, uh, and they have democracy. Unfortunately, that was a mistake on our part. We shouldn't have done that. Uh, even though we we do our best to rig it all the time, not give them an illusion of choice. I mean, booting out David Cameron and getting Theresa May. Oh my God, that was pretty shocking. Boris uh, got a big shock there. Um, so well, the, the the native population is recalcitrant. Um, what we'll do is we'll replace the native population uh, with, with, with one that's more pliant, more compliant with, you know, they'll be happy being a peasant as long as they get fed. That's, that's basically what happened. Yeah. Um, which is what's been going on. Going for quite a while. Uh, and the English is starting to wake up. And the chant of, you're not English, you're not English, you're not English. It's going to be 2018. We're halfway through 2018 and people are saying we can't top, you know, Dennis Rodman going to Singapore cheering, whoa, fat. Um, but I don't think we've even reached peak 2018 yet. I don't think we're even close. To peak 2018. 2018 still has another six months to go. Like, <laughs> what could happen? A week is a long time in politics. We've got six months left of 2018. Hmm. Should be interesting. Uh, over at Chateau Hartiste, there was uh, a post by Roycey about called United Cuckdom. I better write this down um, because I'll have to link it. Um, and it's got a Specsaver commercial where a um, 
pasty white guy who looked like he could have started as the lead role in The Hangover is trying to check out whether his new glasses are any good in the window. And all you see is him reflected in the window. And then suddenly the window opens and there's a, uh, a black guy without a shirt on like, well, what are you looking at, bro? Um, and on the bed behind him is the white woman that he was in the process of having sex with while the pasty white guy uh, was checking himself out uh, in the window and couldn't see. Uh, hang on a sec. The comments on it on YouTube are pretty woke. Oh my God, they've disabled comments for the video. Damn, damn, damn. I should have screenshotted it. Fuck. Put it this way. Specsaver official. 93,000 views. 16 thumbs up. 675 thumbs down. Wow. The comments were very woke. Very woke indeed. And there was a couple of comments uh, on Royce's post which I just want to read out now. Um, Guy called Canadian Friend. I see things differently. How do I explain this? You know they eat dogs in Vietnam. Well, a Vietnamese who would catch someone eating dog meat would have absolutely no reaction, just if people like you and I caught someone eating a burger and fries and drinking a Coke. The point being... That it's, it is supposed to be so normal that coloured men are fucking our white women that the white man has no more reaction than if he caught someone eating a burger and fries and drinking a Coke. The message is also, why would the white man have a reaction? Coloured men fucking our white men, women is natural and normal, and my, white men not reproducing is natural and normal. It is now that normal. And I think that's the message. Um... Uh, I think they want him to be someone who has totally, completely accepted his role as a sort of eunuch, physically and mentally, just like he would never, ever think of eating his dog. The thought does not even exist in his mind. He would never, ever think of reproducing. The thought of having sex, having babies with white men, women does not even exist in his mind. Thus, sex does not even exist. He cannot be aware anything is wrong. To him, the black man fucking the white woman is like seeing someone eating a burger and fries at McDonald's. It's situation normal. He then added another one, which I found... I read the first one. The second one, there's one I'm about to read is the one I found the more interesting, but I wanted to give the background of the first comment he said. Uh, we live in an age where white women are told they should spread their legs for non-whites. Why? Because the more they do that, the sooner they will get rid of the white race. Now imagine the reverse. Imagine if everything from TV ads to Hollywood movies to music videos to TV news to children's books, imagine if everything was telling black women to spread their legs for white men so we can replace the black race and get rid of it. Imagine if there was a huge campaign in place trying to convince black women they should never ever date or have sex or have a baby with a black man because black men are losers. Imagine if every TV ad, Hollywood movie, every children's book made fun of black men while white men are fucking their wives. Hard to imagine, huh? Yet that is the humiliation imposed on white men. That is the humiliation celebrated by white liberals and that is the soft genocide we're all supposed to celebrate. Uh, and I'll add to that, not only are you supposed to celebrate it, but if you don't celebrate it and you question it, you're a racist, uh, misogynist, wife-beating, Islamophobe. Oh, it's just racist. You're just racist. If you don't join in in your own subjugation, you're racist. It's a hell of a psych psychological, emotional, blackmail, reverse guilt trip, I tell you what. 
I mean, black folks had it easy when they were slaves in comparison, really. Think about it. At least they knew where it was. You're slaves and you're nothing and we hate you. Okay? We're supposed to buy in and celebrate what's going on right now. It's pretty sick. Uh, but people are getting woke. And that Specsaver commercial, dear, oh dear. I see it in commercials all the time in Holland as well. The big one in Holland, the normal thing, there's a, there's a, there's a commercial here for mineral water of all fucking things. And they're celebrating the mineral water by doing all these shots of happy families. And there's a big shot of two men at their wedding tongue kissing each other. This is at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. And this is like supposed to be situation normal. Uh, homosexuality, sodomy, um, perversion, uh, all good for the kiddies. I think uh, Aaron Clary commented uh, earlier this week on a new television cartoon in Brazil that's superhero transvestites. That's what they're doing for the kids now. Sexualized, completely sexualized. Um, wow. Wow, hey. Really, 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 really crazy. So all of this stuff, all of this stuff is coming to a head. All of this, and this is all, this thing from Royce, this is all the point of looking at the commercial. This is all part of the class war that they've taken, they've stepped up, to make it a, uh, uh, they've extended the class war, as I said today, through racial replacement of the unwelcome population to one more compliant and accepting of the scraps thrown by their betters. And people are starting to wake up, finally. I mean, comments disabled on that YouTube video, 675 down votes to 16 up votes. They can't disable that. That's, that's pretty nuts. That's pretty nuts. Um, so, 2018, you've still got six months to go. You've given us so much already. Given us so much already. Uh, we're 18 months. We're not even halfway through. We still have more than half of Trump's presidency to enjoy. Oh, oh. Uh, hopefully he'll romp it in in 2020. Australia's going down the gurgler. Uh, they're having blackouts in Australia and power shortages, but it's not summer when the traditional blackouts, traditional blackouts, traditional blackouts of the last five years been happening. It's now, it's now late autumn um, because the power grid's so fucked because of all the renewables. Um, I drove up to Friesland in the north of Holland on the weekend with the good wife. Very pretty country. Dutchies in the past have always complained to me that there's no nature in Holland. I, I gotta, Holland is one of the one of the most beautiful natural environments I've ever seen. It's like the it's such a soft, uh, warm landscape, extremely picturesque, softened by the human touch, but still having the nature in real abundance, the woodlands and that sort of thing, the lakes. Wow. And the, and the further north you go, the, the more the population drops away. The roads get quieter and quieter. And we drove up to Friesland near a town, near a city called Groningen. Uh, that's, that would be pronounced Groningen in English, but it's Groningen in Dutch. Yes, I'm getting... The vowels down. I'm starting to get the Dutch. It's starting to happen. 
Uh, probably because I'm working and I'm around a lot more, but it's starting to happen, which is nice. I think, give me another year, and hopefully I'll have it locked down. I'm coming up to, coming up to the first year in Holland. It's the end of this month. I got here, I got here at the end of June last year, so I think we've done okay in the first year. Jobs, bought a house, you know, settled in. Yeah, yeah. Recovered the bank balances from the, the move because it cost a bit of money. Um, so the money, well, our, our savings account is higher than it was before we moved from Australia. So we've recovered it and then some. So pretty happy about that. Um, and we went to Friesland to check out, um, to check out floorboards. Uh, two hour drive to check out floorboards. The good wife, we, we had the floorboards all locked down for the upstairs. So this is, this is what's happened. Uh, to recap, we moved in two weeks ago. We started ripping up our upstairs because it was horrible carpet and a horrible color. It was like mustard yellow vomit, I think is the best way I can describe it. We should, they have all these horrible names like teal and peach and, and salmon lavender for colors. We should, we should get the men's version of them, you know. Custard yellow cat vomit. That's the, that's the color that we had up there. Uh, on everything, on all the windowsills and the doors and the skirting boards. And then they had this horrible... Um, uh, so instead of salmon pink, we'll go slut pink uh, wallpaper. Um, so we just started peeling back the wall. It was like, it was like you know, you just start peeling a little bit and before you know it, you've ripped whole, the whole floor to pieces. Uh, we've ripped up the carpets, the underlay and everything, and we wanted to get the floorboards down, and we found a place that could get them down for us in two weeks, which was really good, because we're camping downstairs. I'm downstairs in the living room now looking at my bed, and we have a rather large bed, let me tell you. Uh, so we're camping. That's all right. It's quite, set up quite nicely. And it's just me, the good wife, and the cat, of course. Um, but... Uh, the floorboard company dicked us around, which was actually good because the floorboards we chose, it was like, what do you have in stock? We want it now. You got this. Uh, all right, I'll do. And they're good floorboards. Like, they're, they're proper 18 mil floorboards. But the one we chose was desperation shit. And anyway, they fucked us around, so they gave us a chance to cancel. And we cancelled. And the good wife does a whole bunch of research she says, oh, I found this company. I think they formed it. They set it up about two years ago because the woman and whoever she's with set it, who set it up was really pissed off at the whole process of going, finding floorboards because of the way the market works. She wasn't happy with it. So she set up the company that she'd want to have, she would have wanted to have when she was looking for floorboards originally. Because, you know, we want to be in this house for, well, you know, I don't know. Do I get another 30 years? That'd be nice. 40 years? That'd be nice. Uh, this is this is our place. You know, we really like it. So I want to put in decent stuff. Um, so we go up there and it's in a converted farmhouse. Huge. Uh, which they finished renovating about six months ago. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. And uh, we get up there and uh, so we're talking and We've been talking to them for about 10 minutes and they're being really helpful. And I say, just one question, just to clarify, 
Uh, what's the lead wait time uh, uh, on the floorboards? Uh, here? And the guy goes, oh, about eight weeks. And I'm like, and I turn to the good wife and I go, did you talk to them about this before we drove all the way up here? And she looked kind of meek and mild and mumbled something about it saying two to three weeks on their website while I outwardly cursed her for being an idiot. Um, but then he dropped the hammer and was like, yeah, but installation, we won't be able to do that till October. It's just like, fuck. Fuck. All their floorboards are oak. I, jo- I was joking with the, the, the good wife was upstairs because they had all the floorboards hanging on the walls in big sections, but they could take them off the wall and then take them downstairs and put them in the natural light. So you could see them in artificial light and you could see them in natural light. And she's got the poor guy running up and down the stairs like every fucking thing. And I'm joking to the, the guy there who's in charge of the thing. Nice guy. Yerun, uh, I think his name was. And, um, and I'm saying, oh, knowing my wife, knowing the good wife, she's going to pick out the most expensive floorboards in the place and he goes well that'll be impressive because we've probably got you know 60 different types here and i'm like meh i should have i should have done a bet she comes downstairs i found it her eyes are glowing i found it i found it guy brings it downstairs stunning floorboard i mean absolutely stunning and i'm like wow wow that looks amazing that looks absolutely amazing. And I turn to the guy, what's that? And he goes, that's 500-year-old oak sourced from an old farmhouse that we took out. We managed to get 300 square metres of it at 18 mil thickness. It's like, right, okay, how much is that a square metre? 400 euros? We only want 50 square metres for the top floor. So it's like, so you want a 20,000 euro floor? Fucking hell. Uh, so I would have won the bet if she, about her picking the most expensive thing in the place. Jesus. Um, anyway, so chocolate brown. That's what we're going for, the dark chocolate. It's going to offset well with the upstairs. I'll invite you all over when it's finished. You can come and check it all out. I should put pickies up. I'll do pickies. Adam's renovation pickies. And you guys can give me advice. You guys can tell me all the things we're doing wrong. Fuck that shit. I'm not putting up anything. And I would have to be like, hey, what are you doing, man? You can't do that. You got to do... It's like I had my guy on my course today. We're doing sea survival. had a guy on the course. And uh, he was just an absolute dropkick. And kept just talking shit and compensated that by trying to find breaches of of safety procedures like maybe a sign we'd put up in the wrong way or i got them to do something and oh man you should do this oh i tell you what man i tell you what nothing worse nothing nothing worse so yeah we got the floorboards we got the floorboards um in October, <laughs> fucking October. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're going. We've got the original floorboards for this house, which are a hundred years old. And you, you must, you're probably saying right now, hundred years old, Adam. Why don't you scrub those up? Yeah, because they're softwood. 
and this shit um they're horrible so what we're going to do is just clean it up up there get all the painting and everything wallpaper everything finished plastering you know but and then we'll move upstairs and then we'll wait until uh they're ready to put the floorboards in in october and then we'll move all the stuff down for a couple of days while they do that and then deal with it at the time so that's what's going on um very very exciting i'm sure you can tell we had the uh we had the rallies around on sunday for the uh kind of not the official but the semi-official kind of you know have a look at the place that went well i cooked a nice lamb roast on the barbecue and made a nice lamb salad and they were all happy and we've had a really uh our old neighbors in our old place uh here in the other town um couple in their late 20s who kind of you know really kind of latched onto us a bit they got no idea of my background i got no idea i do all this stuff on the internet or anything all right um they're saying that it's really good i was chatting to the guy um last week and we were talking about we were talking about immigration and all that sort of stuff and i just said look you know it's uh it's going to get to the point in the next five to ten years in europe where they're going to have to go back it's going to be i i, I dropped the line if there's one thing europe has consistently proven over a very long period of time they're very good at getting rid of large groups of uh populations they don't like and he didn't even blink an eye didn't even blink an eye it's like the thing is in holland man you you, you say this stuff you say this stuff in an Anglo-Saxon country, like Australia or Canada or the US or England, and it's just like straight away, you're a bad person. You're a wrong think, wrong think. Uh-huh. Here, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, I hadn't thought about that. They well, what are your what are your points for your argument? Well, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and he takes it and he digests it and he thinks about it. Comes back a couple of days later, well, what about this? Rah, 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 rah. You know, exchange of ideas. Adult conversations. Remember that stuff? Remember that stuff? Do you remember that stuff? Adult conversations. Hi, you know, uh, I, uh, I'm i not a supporter of uh, mass immigration. I think it's a bad thing for the country. Oh, why not? Well, you know, the, uh, the native population gets affected in this way. Run, run, run. It's disruptive for this. Blah, 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 historically, well. Oh, I see. Okay, well, what about the good things? What about all the kebab shops? Well, you know, if that's the on- only positive art argument oh i just burped in a horrible way it really hurt <laughs> this is what happened oh when you talk too fast after drinking i think god just uh smote me more scotch i'm all right i'm okay I'm okay you can stop your panicking <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. Uh, so anyway, the young couple in the late 20s um, uh, renovated their house and finished about a year ago. And they did it all themselves, basically, because they're a young couple and don't have much money. And they got no lives and got time in their hands. Um, I'm older and I haven't got time in my hands. I have got money and I can't be fucked. So, you know, I'm. we're doing all of the stripping and stuff like that. I'm not going to get a guy into sand... Um, to sand window frames. I'm not going to do that. I can do that. Give me a sander, give me a belt sander, give me the hand sander thing. I'll stand there and do it. I have been. And I'll clean it all up. And I'll put the primer on. And, you know, I'll pull the nail. At the moment, I'm pulling uh, 
stud nails out of floorboards with these gigantic plier things. I don't know what they're called. Um, special tool. Looks like it'll rip your nuts off. Um, you know, this this is not this is not something that I'll pay someone for. I can do this, but people are saying, "Oh, why don't you just buy the floorboards off them and then install them yourself?" Eh, no, no, I'm not going to spend all this money on beautiful oak floorboards, real oak floorboards, and then fucking install them myself. Me never having installed floorboards before. You know, by the time we get to the last room, maybe I'll be getting reasonably okay at it. Which means that the first part will all be shit. And it'll look like shit. And every time I look at it, I won't enjoy the beautiful floorboards. I'll be like, ah, why didn't I just pay someone 10 euros a square meter to put this fucking down? Yeah? And wait for them to do it. So that sort of stuff, I just get the pros in. But anyway, these two youngers, uh, this couple, they're both, they're both pretty good at the renovation stuff. And they just keep helping us. They're like, they, they come over, they spent the whole day with us on Saturday. Whole day Saturday, and then I cooked them dinner. I did a nice risotto, uh, chicken and sausage risotto. Came out beautifully. Um, they, and the week, they're coming again on Friday. No, they were here all day Friday. And then Saturday, they were here two days last week, one day the week before, two days a week before, they're coming this Friday, and I think they're going to come Saturday again, and we're not asking them, they're like beating down our door to come and hang out with us and renovate our house. And I give them beers, and I'm plying them with food, and we're taking them out to dinner, and I keep saying, I need to buy you something, and and, and they're like, ah, whatever, we really enjoy it, we really enjoy it, and I think they're mad, but I'm not... I am not looking a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> I was just like, all right, thank you very much. And they're, and they're good. Like the guys, we had the, the, all of the electrics, like the, the, the sockets were all like old and they're stuck on the outside of the wall. They look really ugly. And you not only on the outside of the wall, you could see, the, you could see the, the cable going up to them. It's like, oh, it goes, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty ugly. He goes, well, we'll just put it in the wall. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll get it. We'll call up an electrician. I suppose I can do it. He goes, no, no, we'll do it. And I'm like, we will. And then he just gets this fucking screwdriver out and jams it in the socket. And I'm like, ah, you're going to kill yourself. Oh, my God. He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm testing the, I'm testing this as a special screwdriver that tests the the voltage thing. And I was like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just, I was just having a go. I was just seeing if you knew that it was. I was just having a bit of a joke. I just having a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he just, and then he got this attachment, the circular attachment. He stuck on the drill, and he just went eh, through the plasterboard hole. Fucking boop, 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 and there we go. And then they, and they, they put the new. The new wallpaper. My, my wife, the good wife, is is, is specifically selected uh, all the wallpapers. Um, we've got this kind of jungle fern. Look, it looks a lot better than it sounds. Okay, it looks a lot better than it sounds. Um, it looks very good. Um, description. Look, it's good. She's done well. She's done well. The, the good wife is actually really in her element at the moment. 
and I, I keep telling it, you should just go off and find found your own interior design company or something and, and do that. And she'd be she'd be really good at it. She'd make money. She'd make money. Mm. I'm not interested in funding a a, a a a losing money proposition hobby business for the good wife, but I, I genuinely think that she'd actually kick ass big time. So like, yeah, just go do it. Just go do it. Just go do it, and I'll just put my hands behind my back, head, and stretch out the legs. No, I won't do that. Um. So that, that's what's going on. That's what's going on um, here in our little corner of Holland. Thrilling, I know, for you all. Uh, I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about. Uh, let's, have a, let's have a look here. Let's have a look here. What have we got? Uh, fire at London. Uh, fire at London's Hayward Gallery as rotting fish artwork explodes. Um, the opening of a major new exhibition by Lee Bull was delayed after one of the South Korean artist's works caught fire. Um, the exhibition, Crashing, was due to open to the public, blah, 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 was pushed back until today. Uh, the gallery says, Lee's famous artwork, Majestic Splendor, 1991 to 2018, caught fire while it was being removed from the exp- exhibition. Majestic Splendor is composed of sequin-covered rotting fish. When it was shown in 1997 at New York's moment, it had to be removed if the smell made visitors feel sick. For the Hayward show, the fish were placed in potassium permanganate. Although it's not flammable, the chemical does increase the flammability of other combustible materials. Um, And it was housed on what looks like a cotton drape. On receiving advice, the gallery decided to withdraw the artwork, but it spontaneously combusted mid-removal. Um, look. Um, Sequin-covered rotting fish <coughs> is not in any way, shape, or form art. Uh, one of the fish has a pair of spectacles sitting on perched on top of it. Um, it it's not in any way, shape, or form art. I'm looking at it now. Um, the per- I found this because, um, with no, with no sense of irony at all, one of my lefty mates, who's an art gallery director in Australia, stuck it on his Facebook feed. It's like, dude, your profession has sunk. To abysmal lows. Abysmal lows. All the comments were like, oh, that's such a shame. It was such a wonderful piece of work. No, it wasn't. It was rotting fish covered in sequins. That's all it was. And what looks like a pair of Dame Edna average spectacles. In other news, Oceans 8 opened this week. Storyline, Danny Ocean's estranged sister, Debbie, who's paid by Sandra Bullock, attempts to pull off the heist of the century at New York's star-studded annual Met Gala. Her first stop is to assemble the perfect all-female crew. Lou, Rose, Daphne Kluger, Nineball, Tammy, Amita and Constance. Written by Cause71. I've no idea who that is. Uh, Who's in this? Uh, Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, of course. Uh, Griffin Dunn, parole. Oh, it's in first build. Deirdre Goodwin, 
Anne Hathaway. Um, Deirdre Goodman. Was that the horrible black woman off the Ghostbusters travesty? Feminist Ghostbusters. Mindy Kaling. Who's that? Daniela Rabini. Who's that? Sarah Paulson. Who's that? Aquafina. Who's that? Gemma Forbes. Who's that? Catherine Hosier Adams. Who's that? Rihanna. Oh, I know who that is. Helen Bonham Carter. Is she still alive? Let's see full cast. Let's see full cast. Uh, that's not anyone. Elliot Gould's in it. Oh, Elliot. Do you really need the money that much? Elliot, Elliot, Elliot Gould. One of the greatest actors. Do you really need the money that much? You fucking piece of shit. Uh, who we got? I don't recognise any of these people. God, there's a lot of people in it. Gideon Glick. What a horrible name. Gideon Glick. Uh, I don't know any of these people. Oh, it, just, it just goes on and on. Uh, rest of cast lifted out for a bit. Oh my God, look at this cast. Oh, I suppose it's all, it's all extras, isn't it? European high-end jewellery buyer. All right, okay. Um, Will this be a flaming turd? Let's go to YouTube to find out. And let's have a look at the short for it. Oceans 8. Ooh, second on the list. Uh, 13 million views. Uh, what do we got? Uh, official first trailer for Ocean's 8. 112,000 thumbs up and 59,000 thumbs down. People are wising up. People are wising up. The feminists, Ocean's 11. Why can't they come up with anything? Anything? You know what I'm you know what I'm picking? I'm picking the next thing they're gonna do is the feminist Dirty Harry. They're gonna go, they're gonna go full Monty. They're gonna go all the way. They're gonna go, alright. No. No, no. They're gonna go the feminist saving private Ryan. That's it. That's what they're gonna do. How can it be otherwise? The all-female car-saving Private Ryan. Yeah? The all-female Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Or Band of Brothers. The all-female Band of Brothers. And they won't even call it Band of Sisters. They'll call it Band of Brothers. Because don't uh, don't oppress us with uh, uh, anything. Fucking hell. Um, oh, I just can't even. I can't even. Ocean's eight. Fuck off. Fuck off. God damn it. 
It's it's just. Does anyone go to movies anymore? Did you see the Tony Awards last night? When or the night before? Has oh, Robert De Niro officially lost every single marble that he ever possessed? Fuck Trump! Oh, you're so tough, man. You're so tough. Has anyone noticed how how short Robert De Niro is? He's shorter than Tom Cruise. That's fucking short. He's shorter. He's how short is Robert De Niro? I've forgotten. It really doesn't work. He's shorter than Lenny Kravitz. Yeah? How can this guy be tough? Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump, man. Fuck Trump. <laughs> yeah, fuck Trump, man. <laughs> Standing ovation. Yeah, that was a uh, fuck Trump. <laughs> John Wayne, at the same age, would never have come out and gone fuck Trump. John Wayne would have come out and be stoic and like, I'm dying of lung cancer, but no one knows because I'm not putting my problems in the world. Yeah, just doing it. Just getting down. Dying of lung cancer. You guys don't know. John Wayne, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Fucking Robert De Niro. Fuck Trump. Fuck you, Bobby. Bobby, with your with your awful... Awful foray into uh, into so-called comedy. About as funny as a fart in a sauna, mate. You're about as funny as AIDS at a gay bar. Well, that is funny. I'll take that one back. You're about as funny as... Whoa! Fat! It's about as funny as you are. Um, yeah. I don't know what to say. Um, ding, ding, ding. Sponsors for this episode. Aaron Clary at captaincapitalism.com.blogspot.com sponsors this podcast because he's the man presently motorcycling around Reno. Reno? Is that how you pronounce it? Reno? Um, By the look of it, enjoying his summer over there on his motorbike. Don't get bitten by a rattlesnake, Cappy. Uh, you can check out his blog, his website there, his books. He's written a whole bunch of them on mostly on economics and what you should do to not be a loser um, economically. You can check out his YouTube channel where he answers people's questions. You can check out uh, his hairstyle. You can check out my cat's just dropped a little ball at my feet, wants me to throw it. There we go. He's after the ball. Uh, he'll pick it up now in his mouth. If I'm watching him, he won't do it though. He'll pick it up. Oh, he's because the cat the cat brings things back and drops them at your feet. Just so. Um, you can check out uh, Cappy's asshole consultancy business. Um, throws throw some bucks his way. Support the good Cappy. Support the good Adam. Subscribe to this podcast. Uh, pushing rubber podcast. Uh, subscribe to my blog. PushingRubberDownHill.com. Buy my books. Uh, Send my unborn children to uh, get a trade degree. Um, And uh, don't you go changing. This has been the uh, all-female Saving Private Ryan episode um, directed by a can of uh, tuna. Thank you very much for uh, listening to this. And I'll see you all soon.